Welcome to the Cross Tower Market Color Call. It is Wednesday, December 15th. I'm Martin Gaspar, research analyst, and with me is our trader Chad Steinglass and data scientist Catherine Webb. Chad, how are the markets looking this morning? Good morning, Martin. Uh, we had a bit of a rally in crypto right at the uh, close of US trading yesterday, and uh, it was trading kind of flat all night, and then uh, selling back off a little bit this morning. Uh, today, the biggest thing uh, that is really on the docket and really has been the focus for the last uh, week or so ever since our, uh, um, our plunge at the beginning of December after the uh, Powell and, and Yellen testimony to uh, Congress and Senate is that we have the, uh, the December Fed meeting. Uh, the policy announcement will be at 2 p.m. today on New York time, followed up by a press conference, a Powell press conference at 2.30. Uh, and pretty much all eyes are on that across uh, markets, I think crypto included. Uh, the market has been pricing in a very hawkish Fed uh, with Powell's uh, kind of pivot in, um, in his rhetoric towards uh, fighting inflation rather than uh, you know, uh, price stability and, or rather than uh, full employment rather. Uh, so, Right now, it, it, you know, the general consensus of the market is pricing in a, an accelerated taper uh, ending by March rather than the original uh, expectation, which was to end by June. And the market is also pricing in kind of a 50-50 a chance of rate hikes starting by March as well uh, versus uh, kind of April-May-ish uh, in, in, that, in that area. So we'll kind of do just seeing how, you know, how Powell uh, handles the press conference, what the uh, top plot looks like as far as the, uh, you know, the path of, uh, of rate hikes going forward. Uh, and my personal opinion is that from what I've seen over trading over the last couple of weeks, um, both in equities as well as in crypto, is that the market is pretty, is positioned to be pretty bearish for this. Uh, I think that the market is well hedged. Uh, I think a lot of people have, have unwound some positions, reduced some of their positions, or either or added on hedges and protection. Uh, so they're kind of expecting the worst. Uh, so we'll see. I think that there's a chance that if, uh, if this isn't necessarily super, super hawkish as everyone anticipates, there might be a little bit of relief. Uh, and people might unwind some of these hedges and kind of go back into some of their positions that they've gotten out of over the last couple of weeks. Uh, but we'll see. Uh, so I think anything kind of up until, you know, anything today between now and that 2 p.m. announcement is probably just a bit of noise and positioning and people kind of rejiggering their portfolios last minute to make sure that they're where, they're where they want to be. And then we'll get some clarity as to what the real market reaction is, probably in like the you know 3 p.m. range as people start to uh, you know put on positions after the announcement. Back to you. Thanks, Chad. Turning to the crypto front, Nidig has raised one billion in a funding round led by Westcap, which values the firm at over seven billion. The announcement stated Nidig plans to further develop its Bitcoin platform using recent upgrades to the Bitcoin protocol with capabilities such as Bitcoin and Lightning payments, asset tokenization, and smart contracts. 
Metaverse company Infinite Assets, also known as Infinite World, has announced it will go public in a SPAC merger with Aries Acquisition Corp. The combined company will be valued at $700 million and will trade on NASDAQ under the ticker JPG. The deal is scheduled to close in the first half of next year, and the merger will provide $171 million in funding, including cash and Infinite World tokens, which will be used to accelerate the platform development and expand brand partnerships. Evolve and Forged has had 96 private keys stolen, which resulted in a $140 million uh, loss in cryptocurrencies. Vulcan offers six blockchain-based games to its users, an NFT marketplace, a DEX, and has its own token. The company creates wallets on behalf of its users, and the platform manages the user's private keys. A hacker stole four and a half million Pyre tokens, which is the Vulvan and Forge tokens, worth 140 million at the time of the attack, which made up 9% of the project's total supply. Other assets, including ETH and Matic, have also been stolen. When the hack was noticed, the company told its community to remove funds from the liquidity pools on decentralized exchanges to prevent any further losses. Um, the project's treasury announced they will send out Pyre and Vulcan Forge lava tokens to those affected, and all 96 affected wallets have now been refunded. The company has contacted all exchanges to blacklist the hacker's address and revealed that the wallet holder may have completed some KYC on one of the exchanges Vulcan are now in contact with. On the Twitter front, a bug on the CoinMarketCap website yesterday was reporting very high prices on some coins and market caps for all cryptocurrencies, including a Bitcoin price of $789 billion per coin. The bug was live for a couple hours, but has now been fixed. Um, also yesterday, RTFKT, which is a NFT collectibles and fashion startup, announced on Twitter that the company had been acquired by Nike. Uh, Nike president wrote in a blog post that we're acquiring a very talented team of creators with an authentic and connected brand. Their plan is to invest in the brand, serve and grow uh, the community and extend Nike's digital footprint and capabilities. Um, so it seems to be a big move and kind of a more validation that uh, you know top brands are looking at digital expansion and, and the metaverse. So a lot of chatter about that. And now talk about some more crypto developments. I'll turn it over to Catherine. Thank you, Martin. Um, some merger news as well. Uh, Robinhood has acquired cross-exchange trading platform Cove Markets. Uh, this was revealed in the company's blog post. Christine Brown, the chief operating officer of Robinhood Crypto, stated that Cove's wealth of experience in trading, execution, and crypto market infrastructure will help us build a more powerful trading capabilities and bring benefits of better competition in crypto markets to our customers. Next up, we have some more funding news. Anchor Digital has raised 350 million in a Series D fundraiser round that was led by KKR. The investment was done through its Next Generation Technology Growth Fund. And there's also been investment from Goldman Sachs, BlackRock, PayPal, among others. This brings Anchorage's total funding to date to now over 485 million, and the company is now valued at over 3 billion. The raise will be used to bring larger financial institutions on board for strategic growth. Solana Ventures, Fault and um, Griffin Gaming have partnered up to announce £150 million investment into Web3 gaming builders. 
BRIC has closed a 130 million funding round left by um, Amoracle Brands and was made up of 30 million from a Series B round and a further 100 million from startup investments. The funds will be used to use for BRIC's expansion into new locations and into Web3. Gala Games and C2 Ventures have launched a £100 million fund to accelerate the development of blockchain gaming. The joint fund will invest in game developers and emerging products, projects building on blockchain technology, including play-to-earn games, Gamify, Metaverse and other decentralised gaming solutions. Uh, Lender has raised £770 million in a Series B fundraiser round left by 10T Holdings and is now valued at £540 million. Uh, Lend has also announced a new Bitcoin-backed mortgage project, product that will allow users to borrow, um, borrow against bit, their Bitcoin as collateral in order to buy a home. Galaxy Digital have also announced they'll be launching a crypto fund for Solana, with the fund will be called um, the Galaxy Solana's Fund and will target institutional investors. Next up, we have some mining news. CleanSpark has announced their fourth quarter and fiscal year 2021 financial results, which show that the company's total revenue has rose by 400% to nearly 50 million over the last year. The company has recorded a net loss of 21.8 million for the 12 months. And as of the 30th of September, the company held 627 BTC and 118 million in cash on their balance sheet. The company currently has a hash rate of 1.6 exahashes per second with the intent of adding more mining power. In other news, Avalanche is adding a native version of USDC, which can be issued on the Avalanche blockchain. Currently, there is more USDC being used on Avalanche than USDT, and it's the hope that with this native uh, USDC coin, this will increase DeFi activity on the blockchain. FTX has partnered with NovaCorp um, to enable the exchanges to enable the exchange users a reliable on and off uh, payment ramp. The move comes shortly after Nervi has announced the launch of its crypto debit card with Visa. And finally, the Ethereum Foundation has launched a client initiative program to encourage software development teams to continue to maintain the core of the, core of the network. The team will received 144 validators, totaling 4,608 ETH to operate on the mainnet. With teams being able to unlock rewards as they continue to build software that meets performance and security requirements. And that's all the news I have for you today. Hope everyone has a wonderful day. Back to you, Martin. Thanks, Catherine, and thank you for listeners for tuning in. Let's check out Crosstower on our website, crosstower.com, for more market news and updates. Thanks for tuning in.